0: Nobody wins unless everybody wins. This is your time. We're in this game. An impossible goal. These guys are good, scary good, and this crowd is going bananas. As they say in hockey, let's do that hockey.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Line Change. NHL betting podcast from the Action Network, presented to you by BetMGM. My name is Michael Leiboff. Joining me for this short episode is my man Nick Martin. It's short because since we last spoke, the Toronto Maple Leafs have been eliminated. The Edmonton Oilers were just eliminated six or seven minutes ago leaving us with five teams left it's Florida and Carolina in the east and Vegas will host either Seattle or Dallas for game one in the midweek out west just as we predicted um the only game we have to talk about is Seattle and uh Dallas is eight o'clock Eastern time Monday night in Big D the Stars are minus 210. Kraken plus 270. Seattle is now seven and six in the postseason, 13 games. They've been an underdog in all 13. And for all road games, they've closed, I believe, plus 160 or higher.
2: Yeah, I think it's higher than that. Yeah. Because I thought I pulled the same stat. I think it was plus 165 for all of them.
1: Incredible um they get no respect i shouldn't say that like like they're they're
2: i I think they get none i i wrote the article to to back them in uh game five and it was the classic thing like it lost and i heard a little bit of flack and it's like you know what i think this is one of those cases where whether they finish the series or not there's one side that held value in every single game i would agree Yeah. so um I, I'm standing by that here. Honestly,
1: like this
2: like, is where you're going, obviously.
1: Both both conference, both Western Conference semifinals, even if Edmonton had won this series, like it was the same case, right? Like the Oilers were we kept saying it, this team is completely overvalued and the hype trains outrageous. The Oilers would win a game and everyone would be like, Oh my god, they look incredible. They'd lose a game and they'd be like, This team can't lose two in a row. Uh, and that just completely screwed the prices up. I know uh, I
2: got a little too swept up in that hype. I don't think I cashed in on, on Vegas enough.
1: It's It's been a challenging postseason in that regard, honestly.
2: It's been really challenging. I think it's been, and I mean, ultimately, I think the biggest takeaway you can have, it's not fun to hear it. It's a classic Nick Martin take, I think. But the variance in hockey is insane. It, like, that's the reality of it. Leon Drysettle just had one point in the final four games. Like and, and, and we're talking about like who can play in the playoffs. What like what do you mean? Nobody would have ever said that dry settle was the problem four games ago. Right. Like that's it's just it's a comment so, on how it goes, I think, and how things really are, which works to your point here because Vegas was doing a lot of things well as a team. Um
1: and, and I think that dry just, settle point you know, also, so when you're previewing an entire playoffs and you're previewing a series, I make this point all the time. Is like Okay, we're, we're, we're looking at these two teams. We're looking going to look at Florida and Carolina in, in the Eastern Conference. It, uh, we'll touch on it a little bit in this episode. We'll touch on it more uh, when we reconvene uh, after Dallas and Seattle. But you can look at the two teams, and the only way you can look at them is as is. And then Leon Dreisaitl gets slashed in the hand by Alex Petrangelo. We're going to find out if it hurt him or not. I'm pretty sure it definitely messed with him a little bit. You just, you can't see those things coming. You can't see Eric Chernak going out in the first, you know, whatever, 30 minutes of a series. You can't see, um, you know, Toivo Teravainen getting hurt, right? Like, you can't. So it's not just the randomness of the sport itself. It's a game played on ice, chasing around a piece of vulcanized rubber, and there are two people wearing pillows and masks at either end of the ice, right? Like, it's a random sport as it is, and then you throw in the kind of, related randomness with injuries and suspensions, uh, officiating and everything else, right? Right. The officiating
2: is like, nobody wants to hear this drum beaten, but it's insane. Like I'm personally, you know where I'm at on this. I haven't enjoyed the end of the playoffs here because I think it is what it is. It's letting teams that I don't want to watch win. And and then people will complain about that. Everyone is cool with the way it's raft. Everyone's like, this is playoff hockey. It is what it is. But then they're sad when dry and McDavid are out. And it's like,
1: I which mean, way do you keep going? It is, yeah. Uh, but anyways, it's it, it all adds up into this crazy, dumb, random tournament.
2: Goaltending too. We gotta throw. Yeah, right, goaltending goal is insane. In so yourself. we're gonna see
1: Aiden Hill versus is like a, putting the, the Seattle Dallas aside. The three goalies in the final four are gonna be Sergei Bobrovsky, who everybody coming into the playoffs was like, this guy's just his contracts an albatross. And it is like this. This I've <laughs> said that yeah.
2: at, so many times. Right. Like, like nobody all over the, he's
1: probably the, the most unfancied commodity in hockey. Right. Like
2: he was hundred yeah. percent. I think you could argue hardest contract to move in the last yeah. two, this probably would have been his.
1: Uh So it's going to be him, Freddie Anderson, who is the butt of every joke uh, out there uh in terms of, you know, Anytime his name's brought up or the Hurricanes are brought up, Aiden Hill and either Jake Ottinger or Philip Grubauer, who was by goal saved above expected the worst goalie in the league last season. So, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's insane. And I think what ended up happening was last couple postseasons, things never truly got off the rails. No. Um, and, and credit and last, to the last Last postseason, dude. like, especially not like Colorado just worked teams as they were kind of expected and priced to do the Eastern conference, you know, Tampa, Tampa Bay went to their third straight Stanley cup and the, like the, the Metro was kind of viewed as a toss up with the Rangers as like the upstart, uh, then the hurricanes and uh, Bruins as, you know, just solid teams and Pittsburgh uh, is, is kind of, you know, in that same with the uh, same tier as, boston carolina but um there was nothing insane about it really Not and then <laughs> and i think from... that threw a lot of people off the scent like that most of the time in these post seasons like things just go completely completely off script and that's where we're at um and that's part yeah. of why i like seattle because i think people are still expecting <laughs> tomorrow to show up and, and these two teams show up and everyone say okay well dallas has the On paper, better goalie Jake Angers in bad form, first of all. Um, and Dallas is the better team in terms of regular season, they were the favorite in the series. It's game seven, it's at home, like they have all this stuff pointing towards them. They're minus 210. Do you know how many people just see that number and then be intimidated to bet against it? A lot, and it's game seven, like it's Seattle's already made it to a game seven, they've already turned, yeah, like they're gonna
2: play the same. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Same kind of game versus Colorado. If they can play a game anywhere like that, you don't want a Dallas ticket yeah. here. And the one thing too, just to even go even more to where it's been like so, like everyone knows goaltending is hard to project. One of the wildest things is that it's the teams that who, their goalies are going or not going have been so random. Everybody would have said that Edinger is the best goalie left by a mile, and he could end up being a big part of the reason they're out. I don't think he's necessarily been bad. I think the Kraken have got some pretty good looks. They've got really good shooters. Like, that continues to show He's been, he's show been out out playing, early. I
1: think you could say, like group like hour, in, yeah, in the series as a whole, right? Like,
2: he like, hasn't been a star. Like, the right. reality of it is, he hasn't been a star. If he was close to what he was versus Calgary last year, they're probably walking through this series. So, it's just stuff like that is where it just gets to the point. And this year is just like an all-time low for it. But it's just, it's been so wild. And I, I think this is a big thing that's interesting when we look at all like the hindsight 2020 takes when we see tomorrow that Oilers talking about what's wrong about how maybe they shouldn't have thought skinner could do it it's like what were they supposed to do that much different though nobody thought these were flaws that would be critical entering the postseason and how many goalies are you really like what what goalies could they have where the things would have worked out better you know like it's one of those things where I think when people analyze like what went wrong and stuff like that, they make it sound like ten teams won the cup every season, and and then and on top that of that, old,
1: that old Brian Burke cliche. Last time I checked, only one team wins the Stanley Cup.
2: Yeah, and then on top of that, like you know, a lot of the flaws are hard to cover, and then so much of it is just random too. Yeah, random. We, like
1: Matthias so Ekholm put a puck on the stick of Riley Smith in the slot tonight, twenty seconds into the game. Like yeah, when you're breaking sure. down and then a hockey. When you're breaking down a hockey game, you're not saying, well, the Oilers if you're betting on the Oilers you got to be ready for Matthias Ekholm to you know serve a pizza to Riley Smith right and another good one
2: too like Ekholm Ekholm takes the dumb penalty that probably right. is a huge reason they're done playing now because that puts it four on three power play four on three power plays are significantly more dangerous and I was already thinking about how the Oilers were getting a power play in that sequence and he takes they that were dumb setting penalty. up for it too like and then like and then Keane the goal is pretty fluky too, to too like, like bounces up 10 feet in the air drops on the goal line gets slammed in like it's it's just been absolutely wild and um yeah it's crazy
1: yeah and 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 i think this is kind of like it's funny that we have this you're having this conversation and you're wondering is this about betting and the answer is yes it is because what we're saying here is don't expect it to stop like it's not just because dallas and is going to step on the ice tomorrow as a significant favorite doesn't mean that you should just expect them to get every bounce and weird things to not happen. Like, sure, they could. They, tomorrow could be a completely on-script game. Dallas could win at four-one, and who knows? But I tell you right now that I would be—I don't know—in what world I would be betting this number on Dallas. Like,
2: yeah, I agree. It's—I hope it works out where the Kraken win. I want to see them win. I think it, they're the reliable. It blows my inside. mind,
1: really. Like
2: the other thing that I think is it's, interesting. It's,
1: it's not just, it's game. They didn't just get this series to game seven and they didn't just beat the defending Stanley Cup champions in game seven last round. They also made the playoffs very comfortably.
2: Playing good. The and only yeah. thing that really, really was Drew Bauer was bad. Right. Like that's really, and, if and you he's look not, at it, like, and,
1: and like he's been okay. Like he's been good. Enough. Yeah. And then like, the other the thing, thing is they were getting
2: enough. demolished in the starts where Jones came in. So now Jones right. isn't coming in. So, If they had a better backup, they probably have a better record coming into the playoffs and then they're getting more credit. So that's interesting too. The one take that I've seen a lot of respectable people on, I thought it was a decent bet last game. There's a a total of a flat six out there today. I'll probably end up putting some on the under, like it's game seven. Everyone thought this series was just going to be printing on the unders. This was actually one of my good takes that I thought early on it had the ability to be more high scoring. But now I think this is the time to capitalize on that. I thought that last game was, it got off the rails, but I still feel like six between these two teams and a game seven is just the time. Roll it Our guy Stucky, he's always on the game seven under his yeah. train. Like it, it's a thing. It, it is it a is good a strategy. And I think like this total easily could have ended up being five and a half if this series didn't happen to break open a lot more often than people think. And then that's another thing where people count on Trends like that being a lock where they say, you know, every game has gone over, how can you go on the under here? That's not how betting works, right? You're trying to understand what's more likely to happen in the next game based off what we've seen and based off how the teams match up. So yeah, it looks really dumb when you go on the over and every game's gone over and it misses in the next one but that's not sustainable betting information. If it was, you could just ride every team that's winning. You could ride every trend like that and you'd be sitting here rich, right? The idea is you don't know when those trends are going to end. It's like, you know, so that that's just kind of the reality of that. And I think that's kind of what's been hard with the playoffs. It seems like there's just been kind of nothing sustainable and, and logical yeah. to a lot of stuff.
1: Yeah, the only, like, I'm trying to think of like the only constants because, because you know, we talked two episodes ago about Leon Dreissel winning the Const Mith and we were tongue in cheek about it. Even if the Oilers got eliminated next round, uh, and then he goes away, right? Like there's been no the you think about like the teams that have been consistent. You could say Carolina probably the most consistent. They've been team. great. I yeah. think they've
2: been the best top to bottom team where they deserve it. They've played really well as a team. Like I think what Carolina's done has been really really impressive.
1: And then the number two team is Vegas, and and it sounds simple to say because they're the they're two for of sure. Teams, actually, right? yeah, right. I gotta but, throw Vegas in that. Bowl. Yeah. And if you had told us, you know, pre if we had a third person as a co-host on this podcast and that person, uh, you know, or they guessed it, they guessed it in an episode and they said, oh, I like Carolina and I like Vegas to make deep runs. I think the two of us would just be like, you know, I don't I don't really know what I wouldn't have
2: argued them. I would have just stuck with my playoff guns. You know, yeah. just, like I think that.
1: No, I don't think we yeah. we wouldn't like we wouldn't they have they've proven that. it. They've been. Yeah, Great. Hey, we just wouldn't have agreed with that. And and especially at the, the numbers that were being offered on those two teams as well, right? Like, And to um, talk about like,
2: the dry settle thing, to tie into kind of our trend note, and I I can't really like talk much shit about this because it's not like I capitalized. I actually bet on dry settle to score tonight. But we did say, and I did say, how it was simply unlikely how many pucks he was just slamming in on empty right. nets for like a four game sample there and how you don't see any goal scorer do that. And when it happens, everyone's like, oh, he's going to the good spots. He's doing this and that. And it's like he is, but that still doesn't mean the puck ends up in those spots as easy as it was for him for a couple games there. So just kind of a little tie in on that trends don't have to continue there if they're not a not overly logical.
1: Right. Um. All right. So that's it's kind of funny just to, to break out, break down this Kraken stars game like like that, basically just saying there's just no reason for this number to be this high at all.
2: Hockey betting season is here, so get in on the action with the king of sportsbooks. Sign up with BetMGM using bonus code ACTION and get up to $1,000 paid back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, Mississippi, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Puerto Rico, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., West Virginia, Wyoming, or Ontario only. Must be 21 or older to wager, 19 or older in Ontario. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit free bets expire seven days from issuance. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona, 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, D.C., Kansas, Louisiana, Nevada, Wyoming, or Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana, Maryland, New Jersey, or West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. Call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. Call or text the Tennessee Redline at 800-889-9789 or call 1-888-777-9696 in Mississippi. In Ontario, if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or someone close to you, please contact Connects Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, and Utah, or any other states where prohibited. Promotional offers not available in Nevada and New York.
0: Hey, this is Action Network Audio Director Matt Mitchell inviting you to head into the sports betting summer with new gear that's built to last and our folks at Shady Rays, friends of the podcast. They have you covered from the sun to the slopes to out at sea with their premium polarized shades. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company offering world-class products just as good as any expensive pair you've ever worn. And like our betting podcasts, Their sunglasses offer the clearest possible optics. Shady Rays also offers the most bananas protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of their sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. So what does that mean? Here's what they told me. It means if you lose or break your pair, even a minute after they arrive, Shady Rays will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Plus, if you don't love them, Just exchange them for a new pair or even return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. Basically the opposite of betting on the Oakland A's. So exclusively for our podcast listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code ACTION for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses try for yourself the shades rated 5 stars by over 200,000 people
1: real quick uh before we get out florida carolina carolina slight minus 130 favorite i'm going to stick to what i said about the devils which is it just takes i think it's just going to take some time to adjust to carolina for for florida but i do think florida's you know clinical kind of opportunistic offense and their physicality, uh their forechecking ability. They're they're kind of halfway between the Islanders and Devils, which could set up okay. So I would be I'm interested in Florida, not right now, but I think, you know, a game one loss in Carolina is certainly uh reasonable to expect and I think if they do fall in game one, no matter how they look, uh, I I'll back the Panthers I think to to make a comeback in the series. So that's what I'm thinking here. Um Other than that, I really got nothing. I think I'll probably bet a long shot uh, goal scorer, leading goal scorer for the series, and honestly, might be Nick Cousins again. He's two hundred to one. I saw Uh, this. This series, who who the hell knows? Austin Matthews, John Tavares had zero goals last series. Like
2: Tavares might not have played. (laughs) Yeah, or should might might as well not have played. Yeah, it's just like you
1: think, but but you take a long shot is all i'm saying i think jordan Martinook ended up leading that series in points who knows what you could have got him at to, to do that so whatever um
2: the one thing too i think you're gonna see some games in here where the like I, I could see carolina finding some stupid shot totals in the series i think that's really realistic I, yeah. I i maintain that i truly don't think florida defense did overly well at all um that was the best five game span of uh sergey's career by goal saved above expected. So the point is when they come into Carolina who play even faster, even more aggressive, I do think that the defense is gettable. I agree. I don't know what I want to bet on as a side in this game. I don't really know how the series might look, but I do think there could be one where if you're someone who likes playing these game stacks with like Carolina shots and Bobrovsky saves, I think that's a really reasonable look. I was kind of trying to figure out my favorite Carolina shots based off price tonight. And they didn't have them up yet. They have for most of the series. Um, the night before which has been nice but not in this one so i don't know look at the usual guys see whose prices don't seem overly juiced but i think there's a good chance carolina hits a really high shot total in this game
1: yeah so that game i guess has been they didn't officially announce when it was starting until uh i guess they haven't even done it yet so i'm, I'm expecting it to be tuesday night uh could be wednesday Yeah, night. you
2: would. that's true actually i didn't even realize that I yeah because you know what ends up happening it's like sports oh coaches. you know what it's just because they clumped it up yeah
1: yeah, they just put up like two, to you know, whatever, like a random.
2: Yeah, shout out to the NHL for the ten o'clock Eastern start today.
1: <laughs> I love that people were so bad <laughs> about. it. I was like, I just don't even care. Um, well, I'm a mountain standard. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The it's game was still, in mountain t- like mountain time. It and still was Mother's Day remember. and uh, whatever. Um, and and I know that there's something with baseball or something. Uh, yeah. So that's that's really it. Um, Kraken will kind of firm up our thoughts on. Florida and Carolina uh, we will we'll, we'll reconvene after uh, Seattle and Dallas, maybe right after the game tomorrow night, or uh, if there's an off day, we'll do it then. But uh, we'll be back soon enough. Um, but, yeah, keep an eye on on those prices for Carolina and Florida, uh, most goals in the series, because you're going to see some really short numbers next to Pachock and Aho and Hagee, Natchez. Like, those guys should switch is
2: up. the sixth favorite. I think that's playable. That's playable, yeah. I thought he was pretty clearly Carolina's, or maybe not pretty clear. I thought he was Carolina's most dynamic it's, forward. Someone like, so.
1: like Anthony Duclair would be interesting to me if he's like long. I think he. I saw him at like 30. but uh...
2: Nature's and Jarvis are down there. I think those are both solid. I like those two. I thought they were kind of clearly Carolina's drivers. Looking good.
1: Man, still can't get you on the Nick Cousins strain after he almost he almost did it for us at 300-1. Well, like,
2: yeah, no, I could get on that if he was that long. I'm not seeing him here. I'm he's just too, looking see, at it. I'm,
1: I I see him around out at 200.
2: Okay. Yeah, like running it where I'm looking, Nature is the one that jumps out to me as being like, he's the sixth guy. I think Carolina probably, Eileen, winning and scoring more goals, so I want one of their guys. And I think he's... He's their second best goal scorer in the regular season. I thought he looked like the one who deserved most goals last series. So okay. that's the kind uh, of my case there.
1: I'm just gonna read you some names that are above Nick Cousins by quite a bit. Paul Stasseny's fifty five. Uh <laughs> Eric Stahl's eighty. Brady Shays thirty five. Jesse Pugliarve. What's
2: what's 100, cock I mean?
1: 130. He's short, man. I was, I was, okay. he, he was that's in my, actually one. Yeah. He was in my mind as someone. And I was like, if I can get like a 35 on, on, on yummy, I would take it. He's 19 to one. I think that's a little, yeah. Uh, suspect. Do do? So, <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah. Nick Cousins, what a guy. Uh, he, okay. He that'll
2: be uh, Toronto one three.
1: How many, who, who, how many three did he goals? Have? Yeah. He had, he had two, but okay. he should have had, he should have had, he, he very, he was close to three. Possibly could have had four. And I think he had a post, and and he should have had two. And
2: so did they all tie. Who won the series? for
1: Verhagie with four. Okay. So he he finished two back, but uh, I mean it was a decent sweat. He scored the first and last goal of the series. <laughs> it was incredible. Yeah,
2: uh, he came through big.
1: So, anyways, that'd be a fun bet. Last goal of the series. Uh, we should have had
2: Verhagie also. I know. Hindsight, yeah. Easy hindsight, twenty twenty, yeah. but it's just like.
1: Same, like, same thing was you a talked tough about, one to pass
2: on. yeah. I know that's true. And now he's like minus 7,500 to lead that series in goals
1: All right, well, we'll see. Uh, and we'll all be on the crack in tomorrow, tonight, f- f- for you listening. Actually, tonight for me recording because it's well past midnight. But uh, for, for Nick Martin, I'm Michael Lebuff. This has been Line Change. Thank you for listening, and thank you to our sponsor, MGM. Good luck in game seven tomorrow.